Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. The queen is dead. Long live the queen. Oh, yeah. Long live the queen, everybody. Pour one out. Pour one out. Knock one back. I mean, she did live a long time. That's true. Mm -hmm. An extremely Mm -hmm. long time. That is a long-lived family right there. My goodness. Yeah. So, we last week said that we were going to do Daniel. But the queen died, so now we're doing Esther. That's not exactly how that decision-making process went. We do not base the entire curriculum of the show on what the monarchy is doing. That's true. There's confusion communication with our production assistant about like which book to post in our events on Facebook. And then the queen died. And then we were just like, oh, well. It was meant to be. I guess it's Esther. Yes, absolutely. And I'm assuming- Esther is the one. The connection is because Esther was also a queen. I honestly don't know anything about Esther. So there's that. Do you not? No. I feel like, okay, I'm so excited for this book. This and Daniel. You know, a little sad to not be going into Daniel, but Esther's just as good because both of those books are stories that make it into the children's picture Bibles. And so for me, Hmm. you know, they're very much in my memory. There's so many different depictions of them. Both Daniel and Esther have VeggieTale depiction. So, you know, it's like that level of there's an actual narrative structure here that's not just like waxing philosophic about how angry Yahweh is at us. Like there's an actual story and drama and action, which is exciting. And this story apparently is about Purim? Purim? Yes. Purim. Purim. Yeah, the Jewish (laughs) Jewish holiday. Yes. And the entire, I have read that it's around, it's structured around banquets. (laughs) banquets. So we're going to have some fancy music, we're going to have some tea and crumpets, and then large lavish feasts. So you listening at home, maybe take a moment, roast up a, a big roast or, or you know something like that so that you can feast along with us. That's good. I guess we'll mostly be feasting on alcohol, but that would be fun if we had a real feast. Yes. Though the audio of us like chewing a big feast in the mics would be terrible. Ew, I hate that. I hate I hate <laughs> that image. Yep. Yep, exactly. All righty. Well, what are you two drinking for this momentous occasion of the queen dying? Gosh, well, that was not why I picked my drink. I'm oh, okay. I'm just I'm just having a little gin with some sparkling water. Nice, lovely. That's what I'm drinking. How about you, Jess? Uh, I made a little drink that this is bourbon and some, uh, what's whatchamacallit, some brandy, and then also some Campari. So mm-hmm. it's got like kind of a bitterness, like a sour bitterness, along with sort of the sweetness of the brandy. Some sweetness, yeah. Yeah, I needed something that was real intense to keep me awake because I'm still a little bit jet-lagged from having been in New York last week. I made a drink called the White Lady, which I thought was fairly appropriate. It's just, yes, here it is. It has some aquafaba in it, although as always like in the 20 minutes that I have before this show, when I make this drink, it kind of goes away, but it also has- Emily, I worry that maybe your issue is putting aquafaba into literally every drink that you make. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I I think that this month has been more of an aquafaba-esque month. I just had some on hand. Yeah, the chickpeas are really in season. Chickpea juice in particular is just like (laughs) there you go, peak foaminess. I like it. I like the foaminess. It's nice. It's fun. (laughs) Um, But then it also has Cointreau. It's got gin and it has let's see some lemon juice. Mm. So it's an easy, easy peasy drink, but very nice. I will say, apparently, one of the queen's favorite drinks was a martini. So Mm. 
all of you out there can go drink a martini on her behalf. Classy lady. Mm -hmm. Classy lady. (laughs) There it is. No wonder she lasted so long. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, so a martini a night. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, wow. Well, I'm super excited for us to get into this. Uh, So Esther is going to be two episodes. So we're going to do five chapters today, and then we're going to do five more chapters, I was going to say tomorrow, uh, next week. (laughs) So that means that we'll actually get to do a little bit of a real bonus where we can look into a little bit of the background about Esther and some of her historical did she exist or not kinds of questions. Uh, and then mm. and then next week, it'll mm. already be quiz time. So get your studying hats on. Gosh. You know, really, really prepare your hearts and minds for that. All righty. <laughs> so I picked some fun, classy, courtly music for us to enjoy for this mm. as we get started reading Esther and then a couple psalms. Mm. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Esther, chapter one. I was waiting for that cue from like (laughs) 10,000 miles away. Goodness gracious. Lovely. Lovely. Now it happened in the days of Ahasuerus. This is Mm. Ahasuerus who reigned from India, even to Ethiopia, over 127 provinces. Dang. You know, that that one, that Ahasuerus, not Ahasuerus from around the block. Yeah, this is apparently Xerxes. Ooh. Oh, Xerxes. What was Xerxes again? Oh, yeah, he was in 300. Yeah, yeah he was like exactly. our villain in 300. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I In every translation I ever read growing up, they called him Xerxes instead of Ahasuerus. Oh. Uh, well, Ahasuerus. Okay. In those days, when the king Ahasuerus sat on the throne of his kingdom, which was in Shushan, the palace. Mm. In the third year of his reign, he made a feast to all his princes and his servants. The power of Persia and Media, Media, the Medes? Is this the Medes? The Medes? The M-E-D-E-S, the the Medes, the Medes? I don't know. Yeah, that must must be the same, right? It's funny that it says Media because I'm like, oh, you like... (laughs) Persia and the Media were there. Yeah, exactly. It was a big event. Totally. (laughs) The nobles and princes of the provinces being before him, when he shone the riches of his glorious kingdom and the honor of his excellent majesty many days, even 180 days. That's a very long feast. Mm. Dang. Yeah. When these days were fulfilled, the king made a feast. So Okay, so it did a feast for 180 days and then to celebrate that feast, it did another feast. Wow. Yeah. When these days were fulfilled, the king made a piece, a feast. Oh. <laughs> God, no, I, already drunk. I think that he didn't, he, he just displayed all his wealth for 180 days. And oh. then the culmination of this half year long flex fest was the <laughs> feast. Then was like a week long Then feast. a flex feast. I was going to yes. say like <laughs> a feast forever, just that doesn't make a feast very special. If all you're doing is having feasts. It's feasting, yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, okay, the king made a feast to all the people who were present in Shushan, the palace, both great and small, seven days in the court of the garden of the king's palace. There were hangings of white cloth, of green, and of blue. Mm, Yes, okay. Fastened. Tell me about the decorations. I really want to get a mental picture of this. Yeah, okay, so blue. Imagine it. Uh White and green. So his colors so far are white, green, and blue. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful, yeah. Mental picture. Fastened with cords of fine linen and purple to silver rings and pillars of marble. The couches were of gold and silver on a pavement of red and white and yellow and black marble. Mm. This is very colorful. Extremely, yes. Yeah, wow. Mm -hmm. And these are all marbles, though. So it's not like solid, those colors. It just kind of has elements of that. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. 
Yeah, Sam in the chat, I want to know what everyone's wearing. If we're going to go into this level of detail, we got to know. <laughs> right. It's got to be like the Met Gala. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> they gave them drink in vessels of gold, mm. in parentheses, the vessels being diverse one from another. So it's not just the same vessel of yeah. gold. Yeah. 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 They, they, they have the, all um, unique ones. The message says, yeah, that they're each one of a kind. Nice. Oh. And royal wine in abundance, according to the bounty of the king. The drinking was according to the law. None could compel. <laughs> Sorry. Colon. What? Hold it. Let me finish this sentence and then maybe, Jace, you can check other translations. Mm, okay. The drinking was according to the law. None could compel. For so the king had appointed to all the officers of his house that they should do according to every man's pleasure. What? What do we got? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Very confusing. But it sounds like looking at all the different translations, the King James is also confusing, but all the others basically say, King made a rule. Everyone could drink as much as they want. No one can stop them. Whoa. Okay. So he made that into a law. Is that what this translation says? My goodness. (laughs) No prohibition for these people. Right. It's like the opposite of prohibition. Exactly. If you're a teetotaler, you are breaking the law, sir. (laughs) Also, Vashti, the queen, made a feast Mm. for the women in the royal house, which belonged to King Ahasuerus. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mehuman. Biztha, Harbona, Bigtha, and Abagtha, Zethar, and Carcass. Good Lord. <laughs> wow. Carcass, literally spelled like Carcass. C-A-R-C-A-S-S. Yeah. Goodness. I'm assuming this is his dance crew, right? It's gotta be. Oh, yeah. This is his boy band. Yeah. Oh, or at least nice. his entourage. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, no. It explains. The seven chamberlains who ministered in the presence of Ahasuerus, the king, to bring Vashti the queen before the king with the crown royal to show the peoples and the princes her beauty, for she was beautiful to look on. Vashti was the queen. Yes, Vashti. Yeah, got it. Okay. But the queen Vashti refused to come at the king's commandment by the chamberlains. Therefore was the king very angry and his anger burned in him. Uh Uh-oh. Then the king said to the wise men (laughs) who knew the times, Wait, is that... are these different guys or are they the same guys? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Does, do they know the times for reals? It says who knew the times. Wow. Oh, hold on. Okay. All right. Then the king said to the wise men who knew the times, in parentheses, for so was the king's manner toward all who knew law and judgment. And the next to him were Karshina, Shethar, Admatha, Tarshish, Miris, Marsana, and... M- Mimukan. 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 And Mima. And Mima. Yeah. The seven Amazing. princes of Persia and the, and the media. The prince of Persia. Oh my gosh. The prince of Persia. So, he yeah. was there. Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Oh, we've already yes. cast Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. No, but he's going to come back for this, and Jake Gyllenhaal is going to play all seven of those princes of Persia. Oh, that's cool. good. Right. That's cool. good. Okay. Every yeah. prince of Persia and. Media. Wait, are they princes? These are all princes of Persia, yeah. Okay. I thought that it just said that they were wise men. No. Okay, that, that's... Oh, no, it does say the seven princes of Persia yes. and media. Okay. So all these seven princes of Persia and media who saw the king's face and sat first in the kingdom, close parentheses. What shall we do to the queen Vashti according to law because she has not done the bidding of the king Ahasuerus by the chamberlains? Uh-oh. I don't know. They're just having a fight. Like, she doesn't always have to do everything that he says. Keep your nose out of it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Chill. Mimukan answered before the king and the princes, Vashti the queen has not done wrong to the king only, but also to all the princes and to all the peoples who are in all the provinces of the king Ahasuerus. Okay, Mimukan is the biggest drama queen. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, for sure. He also has the silliest name. (laughs) (laughs) So there. <laughs> so so John Michael in the chat, who has changed his name to John Dolph the Mike, for those of you that stuck around for the chat, well sorry for the quiz last time. Um, Amazing. Is mentioning that he read some commentaries that claim that he actually asked Vashti to come and show off her naked body in front of everyone. Mm. Um, right, so, so it's about, she's so hot. Come, you know, I want to show you off. Yeah. Mm, okay. right. I'm very glad okay. that she was like, yeah, thanks, no. Right. But then I could also see how freaking Mimu Kang can be like, 
I you're, wanted to see it. I wanted to see some titties. <laughs> She's insulted all of us. All yeah, exactly. in How dare the she not kingdom. show herself? Gosh. My goodness. Wow. Um, yeah. No, I, li- I like her already. For this deed of the queen will come abroad to all women to make their husbands contemptible in their eyes when it shall be reported. Oh gosh, if all the women hear that you can say no to your husband, that's going to be Oof. real bad news all across the land. How dare. <laughs> yeah. The king of Hussars commanded Vashti the queen be brought in before him, but she didn't come. This day will the princesses of Persia and the media who have heard of the deed of the queen say the like to all the king's princes. So will there arise much contempt and wrath. I will not be naked in front of your friends whenever you want. Right. (laughs) If it please the king, let there go forth a royal commandment from him and let it be written among the laws of the Persians and the Medes that it not be altered, that Vashti come no more before King Ahasuerus and let the king give her royal estate to another who is better than she. Boy, oh boy. Okay. So she's fired as queen. She's fired. What? That's ridiculous. I mean, that's show business, baby. Don't don't take your top off. We can't cast you in the review in Las Vegas. Thankfully, Queen Elizabeth never had to deal with this stuff. Mm. Yeah. Not that you know of. I mean, she was the one calling the shots. If anything, she could tell Philip, like, you (laughs) get naked (laughs) now in front of all my (laughs) friends. And he'd have to do it. Yeah, Philip, exactly. When the king's decree, which he shall make, shall be published throughout all his kingdom, in parentheses, for it is great, all the wives will give to their husbands honor, both to great and small. The saying pleased the king and the princess. <laughs> They're like, like yeah. This is a cool idea. Yeah. Why haven't we done this sooner? This is great. Yeah. And the king did according to the word of Mimukan, For he sent letters into all the king's provinces, into every province according to the writing of it, and to every people after their language, that every man should bear rule in his own house and should speak according to the language of his people. That's the end of chapter one. Cool. Cool. Okay, so a law, a law for everyone. You got to do... Got to do what the man says in the home. Mm-hmm. Of course. And also, we fired our queen, and so we we're hiring now. We're auditioning for a new one, We're I auditioning guess. for a new queen. Okay. Which I'm assuming just is, I don't know, like like the audition that I went to like right when I came here, which was, oh, we're auditioning for a role of a stripper, so. So, go strip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Good. And a TV show. Yeah. I actually didn't have to take my top off, which is good. But they said that if ha- I had gotten to the next round, I would have. So I had to take my top oh. off for an audition for Dexter. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gracious. I didn't get I, the part. Well, yeah, neither. I did had I. to show my butt for an audition once. What? And you know what? And you know what? I booked it. Oh, you got the part. Yeah, I, did I know get you it. did. I remember <laughs> that one. Yeah, oh, that's and that's fair. That is yeah. that was a wise choice. <laughs> that is fair. Fine. <laughs> All right, moving on. After these things, when the wrath of King Asherus was pacified, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and what was decreed against her. Then said the king's servants who ministered to him, let there be a beautiful young virgin sought for the king and let the king appoint officers in all the provinces of his kingdoms that they may gather together all of the beautiful young virgins to Shushan, the palace, to the house of the woman, to the custody of Hegai, the king's chamberlain, Hegi, Hegai, Hegai, the king's chamberlain, <laughs> keeper of the women. <laughs> what? He's the keeper of the women. Yeah, of course, Ew. that position that exists. He could be. He could be a eunuch. I hope so. The actually, so the message translation, all of those ones that are chamberlains have been referred to as eunuchs. Uh, oh. The NIV does the same, so they are supposedly eunuchs. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And let their things for purification be given them. And let the maiden who pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. The thing pleased the king, and he did so. Well, of course it pleased the king. It's like, let's have a beauty pageant just for you. Yeah, he was like, that sounds great. Whichever one you like most, that's the one you get. Yeah. There was a certain Jew in Shushan, the palace, whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jair. Hmm. Jair? Jair, the son of Shemi, the son of Kish, a Benjamite, who had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captives, who had been carried away with 
Jaconia, the king of Judah. No, try try again. We've Jaco- seen this guy before. I would call it Jaconia. Jaconia? Oh, you didn't hate Jac- Jaconia? I thought it was, I would say Jaconia. <laughs> What would you say, Jace? Jace, it's fine. Jasonia. He just has to tell me now. I'm looking at other translations, but this is Jehoiakim. We've we've met him before. So that's not what this said. That's literally not what these letters are. Oh, okay. Interesting. So there you go. Whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away, he brought up Hadassah, who is Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother. And the maiden was fair and beautiful. And when her father and mother were dead, Mordecai took her for his own daughter. So Mordecai, we've heard of, right? That made it sound like he was waiting. He was just like waiting for her father and mother to die. Oh, gosh, terrible. <laughs> He's like, oh, and they're finally dead. Well, he took her as his daughter. Let's hope that's all that he did with her. Yeah. She's a virgin, so. She's got to stay a virgin. Yeah. Yeah, well, so it says, yeah, that he, yeah, he raised her. So yeah, she's a... Yeah, don't worry about it. He just adopted Do we her. know Mordecai? No. It just sounds like a name that I... I don't think so. ...heard in my life. I mean, common Jewish name throughout the Got ages. It. Okay, which is probably from this dude. Possibly. Yeah. Esther's dad. Possibly. I don't know if this is our first Mordecai ever. I don't know if it's the first Mordecai ever. I mean, when I, when I type into Google Mordecai, the first result says, Mordecai, father of Esther. There you go. So, yes. The first Mordecai. So I guess that's kind of where it became popular, at least. And by father, we mean uncle. Well, it said it said father of Esther, but yes, technically uncle, adopted father, you know. Yeah, there it is. So it happened when the king's commandment and his decree was heard, and when many maidens were gathered together to Shushan the palace to the custody of Haggai, that Esther was taken into the king's house to the custody of Haggai, keeper of the women. <laughs> Yeah, some under lock and key. So this is like the casting for America's next top model. model. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah, they all live in the house together. And yeah, okay. That's yeah, what totally. It is. Totally. They probably have to like take pictures. And then Tyra Banks is like, no, you are not America's next top model. Right. And there's like, you're not Persia's next top model. Challenges and weird, Definitely. you know, random stuff they have to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. this makes sense. Mm-hmm. The maiden pleased him. And she obtained kindness of him. And he speedily gave her things for her purification with her portions. I don't know what that means. And the seven maidens who were meet to be given. What? (laughs) And the seven maidens who were meet to be given her out of the king's house. Meet like M-E-T-E? M-E-E-T. M-E-E-T. Interesting. Like you're meeting them. Right. Do you want do you want another translation? Well, yeah, well, let me something, let me just finish. Yeah, this. let her finish the sentence and then I have a point to make. Okay. The seven maidens who were meet to be given her out of the king's house, colon, and he removed her and her maidens to the best place of the house of the women. Got it. So <laughs> there is a Tyndale version of Esther. Oh yeah. There is not. What? No. What do you mean there is not? No, there's a Jonah, but there's no Esther. I couldn't find it. He, I think, wrote a commentary on Esther, but mm. not a translation of it. Dang it. I know, I know. Dedeker, you lied. I did lie. Yeah. You didn't know that you were lying, but you did it's, lie. Yeah, you're right. It's a commentary. It's okay, yeah. It's okay. But don't we still have the great Bible? Exactly. I can read you a little bit of the great Bible. So verse 9 says, mm-hmm. uh, so this is about Haggai, Haggai, the keeper of the women. Uh, and it says, <laughs> the damsel pleased him, and Ooh, she damsel. found a favor uh, in his sight. And he caused ornaments to be given her, Ooh, and nice. such things as belonged to her, and appointed her seven comely damsels out of the <laughs> king's house, okay. <laughs> and favored both her and her Gentile women singularly in the house of the women. <laughs> the women. Wait, so is this... Like, if you fail a challenge in Purchase Next Top Model, then you have to be one of the comely maidens that waits on That's no, awkward and funny and <laughs> sad. I mean, a recipe for drama, though, right? Perfect for reality TV. Sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, wow. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I guess Haggai just thought she was cool, and so he gave her lots of extra stuff. Hmm. Extra, yeah. extra yeah. nice stuff. There you go. Esther had not made known her people, nor her relatives, for Mordecai had charged her 
that she should not make it known. Uh, I can't let him know she's a Jew. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mordecai walked every day before the court of the women's house to know how Esther did and what would become of her. So he was like, what news of America's Next Top Model? <laughs> <laughs> Esther's still in it, man. Right, still in the running. Cool. Now, when the turn of every maiden was come to go in to King Asterisk... Not King Asterisk. No. Asterisk? Asterisk? Ahasuerus? Ahasuerus? A.K.A. Xerxes. Yes. Maybe I can just say Xerxes. After it had been done to her, as prescribed for the women 12 months... What? Oh, gosh. For so were the days of the purification accomplished, to wit, six months with oil of myrrh, and six months with sweet odors and with the things for the purifying of the women. I love that hand waving where it's like, oh yeah, myrrh, some six sweet months odors, of oils. and those things, you know, the things that purify women. Because they need to be purified, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so the message keeps talking about how in the house of the women, they're all doing beauty treatments. So... They're just like doing masks and hydrolonic acid. Yeah, each girl's turn came to go into King Xerxes after she had completed the 12 months of prescribed beauty treatments. Six months treatment with oil of myrrh, followed by six months with perfumes and various cosmetics. Okay. Is this various cosmetics? (laughs) Just various cosmetics, whatever that is. I don't know what they're called. But various ones. Well, it's so kind it's of funny. gross to me. Sorry that he calls her Call girls. Them girls. Oh, they probably were girls is the reality, though. I know. Yeah, but, that's a thing. They're probably all 15 yeah. or something. Well, yeah. But this is funny that in this translation, it's purification as opposed to beauty treatments. And yeah. it all has to do with your smell, mostly. I know. Is this because no one bathed? Mm. Surely people bathed. They probably yeah. had tubs. Does Xerxes have a weird thing about smell where he's just like, just pickle her in oil of myrrh for at least six months <laughs> right. before you dare bring her bring into her my in chamber. My sight. Yeah. I want to smell nothing but myrrh when she's around. <laughs> yeah. Just give her a bath before you give her to him. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then in this wise, I don't, I don't know what these words are. Then <laughs> in this wise came the maiden to the king. Whatever she desired was given to her to go with her out of the house of the women to the king's house. In the evening, she went. And on the next day, she returned to the second house of the women to the custody of Shag. Shagaz. 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 Shagaz redemption. The king's chamberlain, yet another <laughs> freaking chamberlain, who kept the concubines... Wait, she's not a concubine. She's going to be like a queen, right? Well, so so this is that each of the women who've been in this harem doing beauty treatments and purification for a year, they then go to the king and he kind of decides what he thinks. And then they go to this other harem overseen by this other dude. There's so many people. And so it's like you got to keep track of who's already had their chance with the king. Okay. And they get to take one thing with them from the first harem to see the king, and then I guess take that with them into the second harem. What, like a, like a piece of lingerie, like a? I don't know. Wait, there's a difference between a harem person and a queen. No. So, so that the harem is just what this translation is calling, like the place where they all stay. Okay. Yeah. Like that, the house of the women in this in the message is just called a harem, and I think okay. NIV does the same thing. Yeah. Interesting. So okay, so they okay. So I'm trying to. I'm just trying to figure out the workflow here, the pipeline, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. the harem yeah. pipeline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty clear. Bring you gather all the virgins into the house. Yeah, they spend twelve months soaking in various oils and cosmetics. Yeah, yeah. Then they're like, it's time. You can go hang out with the king. You're pretty enough now, and you smell. You're pretty enough now, like myrrh. So go nuts. And whatever it is that you want, lingerie lubricants, whatever you want, take it with you, go into the house. Uber lube. It's more myrrh. Yes. Go, go in the evening, and then the next day, you you return into the second house. Oh, the ones that are already used up. He's just sorting who's new and who's not new. 
Okay. Right, right. If you if you go on to end verse 14, I think it will explain a little more about the workflow. Okay, okay. She came into the king no more, except the king delighted in her, and she was called by name. Mm. Oh, okay. Hold on. This... Yes, Jennifer. Okay, I'm kind of understanding what's actually going on here. He's still keeping all these women as concubines. Mm-hmm. It's just that one of them is going to be a special woman that he likes the most that will yes, be queen. A very special woman. Yeah. But Yeah, it's I mean, not we'll see like, what happens at the end if they then get released. Into the wild. I was assuming it's more like they come in for their audition and then they go into the, like the holding area, right? So that they can't talk to the media because we know the media is there. You don't want them to like spoil what's going on in the house for the reality show. So they go into the second house and they don't get to see the king again. They just get the one shot unless he calls for them by name specifically. Yeah. Can we talk about casting super quick? Okay, Okay. so we're talking about Anya Taylor-Joy and she she looks like a really hot fish. So I think she's (laughs) perfect. No, like a really hot fish. Her <laughs> eyes are just very far apart from one another, but that's fine. Oh my goodness. She's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I was a fan of RuPaul. People are claiming that RuPaul's already cast, but I do not see RuPaul in our oh. list. Hmm. I thought RuPaul, yeah, people are saying RuPaul for Haggai. Haggai? For Haggai. Hey, guy. Oh, for Hey, guy. Oh, for the Keeper of the Women. That's kind of fun. That is fun. That is fun. I don't know how much FaceTime. Or dialogue really hey guy gets, but or are we saying RuPaul for Esther? I thought for Esther personally. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> mm. I mean that could be I mean both could be good. I don't know. I kinda like the idea of RuPaul as hey guy though, because you know, because then it's more of that like they're the one who kind of takes Esther under their yeah. wing, you know, yeah. and, and like her. takes a liking to her. Oh, people are saying, Oh yeah. Okay, sure. Let's do RuPaul for Haggai. Let's do the the sexy fish for Esther. What about Xerxes slash King Asterix? Mm. Uh, I think that has to be, what's his name from 300? Oh, the guy who actually played Xerxes? Yeah, what what was... So hot, yeah. Oh, God, he's so hot. Um, Rodrigo Rodrigo Santoro? Santoro. Yes! All right, okay. Sorry. Hottest man. Reprising his role. Yes. (laughs) And What about Mordecai, our loving uncle? Yeah. Oh, mm. people are saying Anya Taylor Joy was already cast. Sydney no, Sweeney she was is not. good. Oh, okay. She. I have the master document, people. <laughs> okay. You cannot pull the wool over my eyes. All you cannot right, gaslight right. me on the casting of this film. But I like, yes, yeah, Sydney Sweeney and Barbie Ferreira for other things too. I know you two haven't watched Euphoria, but they're great. Who's okay. who's our who's our fun uncle? Our fun supportive uncle? Who's a fun supportive uncle? Mm. Yeah, who's a fun, supportive uncle? Let me look at who we have on our casting list. Eugene Levy. Did we already cast him? Oh, I love him. I think we did. No, we didn't. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. He's up. He's available. You know, yeah. Eugene Levy. If he's available, let's do it. What a combination. Okay, we have RuPaul as Haggai. It's quite a combination. Anya Taylor-Joy as Esther. Rodrigo Santoro as Xerxes. And bringing it all (laughs) home with Eugene Levy as Mordecai. Amazing. Wow. Please continue. All right. Now I'm going to continue because we have a lot. I'm ready to watch this show. (laughs) I know. This is going to be the best episode ever. Now, when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abby Hale, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her for his daughter, was come to go into the king, she required nothing but what Haggai, the king's chamberlain, the keeper of the women, appointed. Esther obtained favor in the sight of all those who looked at her. She's just like perfect from the beginning. Yeah, she's a hot fish, so. So Esther was taken to the King Asheras into this ho- his house royal in the 10th month, which is the month of Tebeth, in the mm. seventh year of his reign. The king loved Esther above all the women, and she obtained favor and kindness in his sight more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Yeah, there, there it is. There it is. Done and done. Doesn't does not clarify what she did, or no, she just, just that she was great. He loved her. Done. Neat. Your queen. Yeah. Cool. And maybe the fact that she didn't bring anything, he was like, "Wow, she's so confident. She didn't even bring." Stuff. Maybe she played chess. Oh, that's, that's good. Fun. That's good. That she didn't. Have wait, you she didn't seen bring the anything. Queen's Gambit. Oh, she required nothing. Mm. 
Yeah. I think she showed him her chess skills, and then was like, yeah. Okay. Hold on. It says she required nothing but what Haggai, the king's chamberlain, the keeper of the women, appointed. So maybe she was really smart, where she's like, instead of me trying to figure this out, I'm going to go to uh, RuPaul mm, and be, hey, okay. Ru, Mama Ru, yeah. fix this, bless this mess. Right. Okay. So I did not put together that Anna Taylor Joy, who we've cast as Esther, Anya. was Queen's Gambit, was yeah. was Beth Harmon in that. Okay. Yes. Yes. Now yes, I'm totally yes. into it. She went in and played chess. That's yeah. I love it. That's part <laughs> of our canon now. Definitely. Don't you see it though? Oh yeah. Yeah, her eyes are very far apart, huh? I told you. <laughs> very hot fish. Okay. <laughs> Then the king made a great feast to all his princes and his servants, even Esther's feast. And he made a release to the provinces and gave gifts according to the bounty of the king. When the virgins were gathered together the second time, then Mordecai was sitting in the king's gate. Esther had not yet made known her relatives nor her people, as Mordecai had charged her. For Esther did the commandment of Mordecai, like as when she was brought up with him. In those days, when Mordecai was sitting in the king's gate, two of the king's chamberlains, Big Tan and Parrish. <laughs> oh, Big Tan. I love, I just, I, seriously, I'm picturing all these guys as part of a dance crew, right? <laughs> it's gotta be, right? Big Tan. Oh my gosh, yes. And two, who's the other one? Terish. Terish. Terish, yeah, love it. Of those who kept the threshold were angry and sought to lay hands on the king, Ahasuerus, the thing became known to Mordecai, who shown it to Esther the queen, and Esther told the king of it in Mordecai's name. When inquisition was made into the matter, it was found to be so. They were both hanged on a tree, and it was written in the book of the Chronicles before the king. Well, it's the end of Big Tan. That will eventually read, I'm assuming. Maybe not. I don't think so. No, they, these are like the Persian Chronicles. I don't think we're um, reading those ones. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we have a lot more to get through. We should maybe do one more chapter. Sure. Yeah, yeah, let's do one more before we take a break here. This is Esther chapter three. Okay. And I almost started reading the message version, but I won't do that. After these things, did King Ahasuerus, aka Xerxes, promote Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, Agagite, and advanced him and set his seat above all the princes who were with him. Who? No, I was always taught that his name was Haman. Hey, man. That's probably just some good old-fashioned, very American pronunciation. There's a hey guy and a hey, man. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> right, so hey, man, not, no relation to hey, guy. I mean, maybe. So, I see. So, okay, hold on. I wanted to back up for a moment. So, Mordecai found out about this plot from two of the eunuchs slash dance crew members that were going to try to kill the king. And he told Esther, who told the king, who said it was from Mordecai. And now, hard cut to some other totally different thing. Now we have Heyman is getting appointed to a cool role. So now all the king's servants who were in the king's gate bowed down and did reverence to Heyman. For the king had so commanded concerning him but Mordecai didn't bow down. Oh, boy. Nor did him reverence. Uh-oh. Then the king's servants, who were in the king's gate, said to Mordecai, Why disobey you the king's commandment? Now, it came to pass, when they spoke daily to him, and he didn't listen to them, that they told Haman to see whether Mordecai's matters would stand. For he had told those who he was a Jew. I'm sorry? For he had told it's those beautifully, really beautifully written who he was a Jew. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't help at all. Maybe he told those who, comma, he was a Jew. I don't know. It still doesn't work. But they're, maybe they're trying to make it into a poem. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. But so I guess he had told them that. So they knew he was a Jew. Okay. When Haman saw that Mordecai didn't bow down, nor did him reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. But he scorned the thought of laying hands on Mordecai alone, for they had made known to him the people of Mordecai. Therefore, Haman sought to destroy all the Jews who were throughout the whole kingdom oh, of Azahurus. <gasps> good. No. People love doing that. Even the people of Mordecai. Yeah. 
So that's weird. It's like, I don't want to make a move on this one guy, but what if I kill all of them instead? Whoa. Weird. Okay, in the first month, which is the month Nissan. Ultima. <laughs> Ultima. In the month Nissan, in the 12th year of King Ahasuerus. Right, it's hard. They cast, yeah. They cast poor. That's P-U-R. They cast poor. That is the lot before Haman from day to day and from month to month to the 12th month, which is the month Adar. Haman said to the king Ahasuerus, there is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the peoples in all the provinces of your kingdom, and their laws are diverse from those of every people. Neither keep they the king's laws, therefore it is not for the king's prophet to allow them. If it pleases the king, let it be written that they be destroyed, uh, and I will pay 10,000 talents of silver into the hands of those who have the charge of the king's business to bring it into the king's treasuries. It's like a little bribe. Sure, okay. It's like, hey, I've got some money mm. put in your treasuries to help out with this policy of killing of all these guys. Killing all these unnamed people. Yeah. Yeah, John Michael is saying that Haman is like a proto-Hitler. Well, that's fun. Yeah, okay, okay. Fun is not the word I would use, but yeah. The king took his ring from his hand and gave it to Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, the Jew's enemy. Yeah. Mm. The king said to Haman, the silver is given to you, the people also, to do with them as it seems good to you. Xerxes is so hands-off. He's just like, sure, yeah, like, whatever. whatever. He doesn't come up with any of his own solutions. People are like, right. <laughs> what about, what are you going to, like, what are you going to do about Vashti? Oh, you should do this. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, what are you going to do about getting a new queen? You should do this. He's like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, he's so mm-hmm. just, what is he doing? He has like 12,000 people telling him what to do, so... Yeah. He can't decide for himself. He's just spending his days like rolling around in bed with yet another virgin and yeah. throwing feasts. Totally. Yeah. 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 So then were the king's scribes called in the first month on the 13th day of it, and there was written according to all that Haman commanded to the king's satraps, whatever that is. Like a cantrip? Satraps. <laughs> satraps. Okay. Satraps. Like a sand trap. No. A provincial governor in the ancient Persian Empire. This is a very specific vocab word. Great. Okay. Deniker, you didn't get that? That might come up on the quiz. Oh. Oh, dear. And uh, so, so yeah. So, they wrote down all that was commanded to the king's satraps and to the governors who were over every province and to the princes of every people, to every province according to the writing of it, and to every people after their language. In the name of King Ahasuerus, it was written and it was sealed with the king's ring. All right. Letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all Jews, both young and old, little children and women, in one day. Gosh. Even on the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month Adar, and to take spoil of them for a prey. A copy of the writing that the decree should be given out in every province was published to all the peoples that they should be ready against that day. The posts went forth in haste by the king's commandment and the decree was given out in Shushan the palace. The king and Haman sat down to drink, but the city of Shushan was perplexed. God, what a, and what an image of how policy is made. They're like, cheers. And everyone's like, what? Uh? Yeah, everyone's like, wait, why are we doing this? I'm but wait, but, but huh? Oh my goodness. Okay. Wowza. Okay, we need a moment to settle ourselves, to, yeah. to prepare ourselves for, I'm assuming, some really clever maneuverings are going to happen by Mordecai and Esther. But before we get to that, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show if you love it. The best thing you can do is just to tell all of your friends. Tell them all about how you finally learned about Esther and how great the casting is and bring them along to listen to an episode. Or better yet, bring them to check out the live shows. You can get information about those at drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. You can see our calendar of upcoming events and get links to follow us on Twitch and watch our shows every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. 
It's a blast. We would love to have you here. Also, if you're able to support on Patreon, that really goes a long way to help us keep this show going. That's patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. There, as a thank you, we have early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, and so much more like our undying affection. And uh, we would love to be able to give a cheers to you at the end of this episode. So go check it out at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. And we are back. Ready to dive into Esther, a chapter, a four. Now, when Mordecai knew all that was done, Mordecai tore his clothes and put on sackcloth with ashes and went out into the midst of the city and cried with a loud and bitter cry. And he came even before the king's gate, for none might enter within the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. Yeah, there's a... They have fashion police outside. Yeah. They like you do. Enter. I mean, this king Definitely. is like, I only want hot people around. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, if you haven't done a year of beauty treatments before coming in these gates, <laughs> I don't want to see you. Yeah. So true. Wow. In every province, wherever the king's commandment and his decree came, there was great mourning among the Jews and fasting and weeping and wailing and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. Esther's maidens and her chamberlains came and told it to her, and the queen was exceedingly grieved, and she sent clothing to clothe Mordecai and to take his sackcloth from off him, but he didn't receive it. No. Then called Esther... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just picturing this, where the, the, the new queen, Esther, also known as Hadassah, gets news like, hey, hey, this thing's happened where like the king, your husband, has said like they're going to kill all the Jews, and your dad's outside like crying in sackcloth. She's like, in sackcloth? What? I need to send him clothes. She's got a little too acculturated within the the palace culture. (laughs) Yes. Then called Esther for Hathach, one of the king's chamberlains, whom he had appointed to attend on her, and charged him to go to Mordecai to know what this was and why it was. Why don't you ask your husband? He's the one who set uh, it all in he's motion. Busy with all the concubines mm. and the virgin. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she just heard rumor that her dad, her uncle, her dad uncle, was wandering around in sackcloth, Dunkirk. and yeah. she didn't know why. Maybe maybe oh. she's kind of sheltered in the in here. Yeah. Okay, sure. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. So Hathak <laughs> went forth to Mordecai to the broad place of the city, which was before the king's gate, Mordecai told him of all that had happened to him and the exact sum of the money that Haman had promised to pay to the king's treasuries for the Jews to destroy them. My goodness. Also, he gave him the copy of the writing of the decree that was given out in Shushan to destroy them, to show it to Esther and to declare it to her and to charge her that she should go into the king to make supplication to him and to make request before him for her people. Hathach, Hathach came and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Then Esther spoke to Hathach and gave him a message to Mordecai saying, all the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces do know that whoever, whether man or woman, shall come to the king into the inner court who is not called, there is one law for him that he be put to death, except those to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter that he may live but I've not been called to come into the king these 30 days. Mm. I see. Even she can't come see the king without getting killed. She hasn't seen him in a month. Oh my gosh. Wow. They told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai bade them return answer to Esther. Don't think to yourself that you shall escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if you altogether hold your peace at this time, then will relief and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you haven't come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Yeah, so Mordecai's really trying to pump her up. This is our yeah. this is our peak moment where the hero is, you know, trying to resist the call or maybe chickening out. But, right. but Mordecai's, who's Mordecai? Eugene Levy has given a real right. pump of yes. speech. Oh, I love that we're giving him like a big meaty part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting though that his argument is kind of like, look, I mean, we're the chosen people. So like, we're going to get right. saved no matter what. I'm actually not worried about that part. Mm. But I just, it'd be cool if you were the one that saved us, right? Like <laughs> maybe that's kind of your whole purpose yeah. here. I mean, if not, that's cool. Someone else will do it. But like, you should do it though. Yeah. 
Yeah, you should be the one to do it. Then Esther bade them return answer to Mordecai. Go, gather together all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast you for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast in like manner, and so will I go to the king, which is not according to the law, and if I perish, I perish. Wow. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. Mm. Boy, oh boy. Wow. Attention. Gosh. Yeah. Okay, so they're going to fast and that's going to help hopefully make it so she can go in there and not get killed. Hopefully, hopefully. Can I just say that I love that this isn't about God. It's about something else entirely and it's important. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of about like Jewish solidarity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming together and mm-hmm. we're going to create Purim. <laughs> All right, five. <laughs> Now, it happened on the third day that Esther put on her royal clothing and stood in the inner court of the king's house over against the king's house. And the king sat on his royal throne in the royal house over against the entrance to the house. (laughs) It was so when the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court that she obtained favor in his sight. Mm. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Now, okay, to be fair, Relief. This is the same king who was like, I'm going to fire my queen right away because you wouldn't be Mm -hmm. naked. And so it's not completely unreasonable to think that, you know, if he got interrupted by his queen when he didn't call for her, that she'd be out of there. He wasn't in the mood. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad that he was. But maybe she showed up like extra hot. I mean, she's really attractive. She put on the royal clothing. I'm sure she's just like to the nines. Yeah. 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 So Esther drew near and touched the top of the scepter seductively. <laughs> then <laughs> I, I never really thought that. of it. I never considered the, <laughs> the imagery of that as a child. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Oh, it, seductively is not in there. That was my own flair. <laughs> then said the king to her, What will you, Queen Esther? And what is your request? It shall be given you even. To the half of the kingdom. Wow, Xerxes. I'm assuming that means like, I'll give you half the kingdom. Don't worry, like whatever you want. Just half though. Yeah, but whatever you want, you got it. Esther said, if it seemed good to the king, let the king and Haman, could you, Haman. Sorry, could you, could you do more of a- Sexy fish? Of a chess lady voice, a sexy fish chess lady voice. <laughs> what does she sound like? <laughs> I'm just like talking. I'll make a voice. Esther said, If it seemed good to the king, let the king and Haman come this day to the banquet that I have prepared for them. Then the king said, Cause Haman to make haste that it be done as Esther has said. Okay, so her big ask is just to have dinner with him and Haman. Okay. I mean, sh- and he's like, oh, women. Oh, my goodness. Oh, of course. Sure. Easy. He didn't have to worrying. come all the way down for that. We can do that. He could have sent a pigeon. So the king and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had prepared. The king said to Esther at the banquet of wine, what is your petition? And it shall be granted to you. And what is your request? Even to the half of the kingdom, it shall be performed. Then answered Esther and said, my petition and my request is, if I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it please the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I shall prepare for them, and I will do tomorrow as the king has said. Well, okay, this lady is just kicking like the can banquet? down the road, but like yeah. scheduling the banquets out in the Google calendar. Just I don't know. It's tomorrow. Procrastinating. It's tomorrow. She's got to. She's put building a, up suspense, though. She has to build a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, okay, how about I'll do another banquet tomorrow, and then you come, and then I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. God knows, and they love they love banquets here in Persia. And Sam oh, in the yeah. chat is demanding that you go more fishy, Emily. I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know what. The... <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, it's kind of facially based, which is hard in a right. podcasting medium. Exactly. <laughs> then went Haman forth that day, joyful and glad of heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai on the king's gate, he didn't stand up nor move for him. He was filled with wrath against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman refrained himself and went home. And he sent and fetched his friends and Zeresh, his wife. Oh, new character. Haman recounted to them the glory of his riches 
and the multitude of his children and all the things in which the king have promoted him. We, we haven't even cast, sorry, we haven't even cast <laughs> Haman. I know. Who's our bad guy? Yeah, you're right. Who's a who's a bad guy? Who do we have as a good bad guy on our list? Well, we did put Michael C. Hall on the list recently. Oh, yeah, oh, Dexter. Yeah. Considering they okay. didn't You almost cast, saw your tits, Dexter. They didn't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never got to see my tits. That's great. Okay. How different my yeah. life could have been. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you could have called in a favor, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll have to do it another route. Okay, Michael C. Hall is good. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to hit you with the message here real quick. So okay. that line where we mentioned his wife, Zeresh, for the first time here, it says, he got his friends together with his wife, Zeresh, and started bragging about how much money he had, his many sons, and all the times the king had honored him and his promotion to the highest position in the government. Wow. So like he saw Mordecai not bowing to him and was so mad. It was like he's like I'm, I'm awesome. not gonna I can't I can't get him. I'm just going to have a party with my friends so I can talk about how awesome I am. Yeah, there you go. Haman recounted to them all the glory of his riches and the multitude of his children and all the things in which the king had promoted him and how he had advanced him above the princes and servants of the king. Haman said moreover, yes. Esther, the queen, did let no man come in with the king to the banquet that she had prepared, but myself. And tomorrow also am I invited by her together with the king. Yet all this avails me nothing so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Then said Zeresh, 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 (laughs) his wife and all his friends to him, Let a gallows be made 50 cubits high and in the morning speak to you, the king that Mordecai may be hanged thereon. Then go to you and... Speak, sorry. Speak you you to the king. king. So tell the king. Oh, okay. So tell the king. Speak you to the king that Mordecai may be hanged thereon. Then go you in merrily with the king to the banquet. The thing pleased Haman and he caused the gallows to be made. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh, such a cliffhanger. And cliffhanger. What's going to happen? Oh, man. Amazing. Wow. What is going to happen? I don't know. This oh, my goodness. Uh, like, having an actual narrative book right? after all these prophets who are just preaching is amazing. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> more of this. I know yeah, we're not going to get more seriously. of this, but I love it. Okay, you you two have some psalms to do. Yes, yeah, we got some yes. psalms. Some psalms. So, so silly. And now it is time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. We're still in the Songs of Ascent. So wow. this is Psalm 130. Out of the depths, I have cried to you, Yahweh. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my petitions. If you, Yah, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? It's fair. But there, yeah, true. But there is forgiveness with you. Therefore, you are feared. That's a weird combination of things, but all right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I wait for Yahweh. My soul waits. I hope in his word. My soul longs for the Lord more than watchmen long for the morning. More than watchmen for the morning. So sort of doing like song lyrics here. They're so sleepy and tired and bored. (laughs) (laughs) Israel, hope in Yahweh, for there is loving kindness with Yahweh. Abundant redemption is with him. He will redeem Israel from all their sins. Psalms 131, a song of ascents by David. Mm. Yahweh, my heart isn't arrogant. <laughs> who, said, who said that? Did um, someone say that? I beg to differ, <laughs> but whatever. Nor my eyes lofty, nor do I concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. Surely I have stilled and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. He really liked that imagery. Yeah. Israel, hope in Yahweh from this time forward and forevermore. Wow. That's it. And that's it. We did it. Yeah. 
That was very short. I'm so excited to go on to the next edition, the next installment of Esther. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that we have two of these. Yeah. It wasn't all over in one fell swoop. But no, this is exciting because I think what I would like to dive into in the bonus is various film depictions of the story of Esther. Because there are many. Because, you know. I really want to watch a little of VeggieTales. If you all can make that happen. Oh, Yes. Oh, okay. we'll make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Just going to put that out there. Please veggie me. <laughs> I want to know what vegetable is the hottest vegetable, which apparently is Esther. <laughs> yeah. Somebody in the chat said that it was it was a very hot vegetable, so I want to say it. Very hot vegetable. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you all for joining us for a Drunk Bible Study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live if you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more. Become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or join our Discord server, discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jason Lynn Grin, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.